Welcome back to another episode of Dental Hygiene Basics. My name is Dana and I am your host. And today I'm going to be answering some listener questions. I'm going to start with just one question. I have other questions that um, I will be answering over the course of several different podcast episodes. But I find that I am very chatty and I've got so much advice that I can't just focus on one topic at a time. So stay tuned to future episodes. I will be covering more questions. And if you yourself have a question, please feel free to email me, DM me. You can also go to the show notes and there is actually a questionnaire. It's a little form. And if you fill out the form, it will actually help you and me. So it will help you by identifying things that you're struggling with and things that you need support with moving into dental hygiene school. And it will help me because I'll know what topics you would like covered on the podcast. With that being said, if we can identify some issues that you're struggling with now, that's going to help you get into and succeed in dental hygiene school. Because unfortunately, our problems just follow us. So if you have issues with lack of support now, if you have issues with finances now, if you have issues with grades or struggling in science or whatever it may be, those issues don't just magically disappear when you get into dental hygiene school. They are actually typically magnified because it's such a high stress environment. So I feel like this is a good time for you to get to know yourself and for me to get to know you, my listeners. So please hop on. Uh, again, that's in the show notes. Fill that out. And I will be here to answer your questions on the show. I did want to just take a quick little minute to read a little email or a DM that I got that just happened to make my day because this is what I'm here for. And this is what the student said. They said, I'm working on my prereqs right now, and Allah spoke on all of my doubts. I'm 26, have a prior degree, and want a career change. I've thought about sticking with what I'm doing now and realize it's just not for me. I've been thinking about a career in dentistry for a long time, and when I learned of dental hygiene, I thought, wow, this is definitely I can see definitely something I can see myself doing. I've been putting this off for a year, thinking it was too late, and now I'm finally doing it, and I'm so excited. I've been watching so many YouTube videos and reading so many articles on becoming an RDH. They've helped me so much to know what to look forward to, to learn more about the field and what the program will be like. This is the first podcast I've li listened to on the subject, and it's the first to ever address everything I'm feeling. I'm feeling more prepared and less anxious. Thank you so much. Well, I just want to say thank you so much. This message absolutely made my day. I'm glad that the episode with a law that was posted last week has motivated you and has helped to assuage some of your fears and anxieties. That is what this show is here for. So if you have an inspiring story that you'd like to share and help others, I'm here. Please let me know. Or if you are on your journey and you need extra support, again, please reach out to me. I am here for you and I want you all to succeed. Okay. So thank you so much for sending me that DM. I really, really appreciate it. And I want to address the first listener question that I received. And I think it's such an important one. Again, I'm going to go into more listener questions, you know, over the course of the next few podcasts, but I wanted to really focus today on lack of support. So I received a questionnaire from a student that said that they have some lack of support. So, you know, they, they maybe just don't feel supported in their life, maybe on this journey. So I wanted to address that a little bit because the first thing I want us to all consider is what makes a strong support system. And when you're looking at people in your life who are your support system, they should be there for you. They should offer you feedback and they should also hold you accountable. They should be people that when you're around, you feel like you can achieve your goals and that when you're kind of sliding off the path, you know that they will kind of be there to be like, hey, what's going on? Because or maybe, you know, kind of kick you into shape a little bit. 
that's what it's like to have a good support system. I want to just start by saying that when it comes to a support system, you are your best support system, okay? You are your number one support system. I want you to start thinking about ways that you currently support yourself. Are you kind to yourself? Do you take care of yourself? Are you being true to you or are you doing what others think you should do? So truthfully, we are all ultimately responsible for our own happiness. Despite what society tells us, we can't buy happiness, right? We can't buy our dreams. Everything that is worth having comes with hard work. And behind that hard work is someone who believes in you. And that should be yourself, okay? So monitor your thoughts. I want you to be listening to the things that you tell yourself. Are you telling yourself, I can do this? Or are you saying, I can't do this. This is too hard. Are you saying, I am an excellent studier? Are you saying, I'm really terrible at science? Or are you telling yourself, I am a horrible test taker. I'm just awful at taking tests. Or are you telling yourself, I am great at taking tests. I know this stuff. I've got this. I know that sometimes you may feel like you don't got this. That's okay. But if you can start talking more kindly to yourself now, that is how you're going to boost your confidence, be a stronger support system for yourself, and overcome hard things, which is these are all things you're going to be faced with in dental hygiene school, okay? One random thing that I would consider doing is actually practicing positive affirmations. This is a great way to build your own support system within yourself. So when you wake up in the morning or before you go to bed at night, you could look in the mirror. Maybe you have a list of affirmations that you say out loud to yourself. Or maybe you roll out your yoga mat, you lay down on it quietly, and just say the affirmations to yourself over and over again. Another example would be there's a variety of apps that have affirmation meditation. So I like Insight Timer. And you just hop on there. You can search affirmations. And there will be a ton of different meditations that will say affirmations for you. And these are just ways to get into a stronger, healthier mindset so that you can better support yourself. An example of some affirmations that you could say to yourself are, I am becoming a a registered dental hygienist. Every decision I make helps me become a registered dental hygienist. I am capable of achieving hard things. So if you imagine saying this to yourself, I'm gassing myself up right now. I feel pretty motivated. Like, what else could I do? I also recommend Googling motivational videos. I'm telling you, these things will get you jacked up. I used to listen to them every day on my way to school, and it just helped to realign my energy with a more positive motivational force instead of that kind of coming from a place of fear and anxiety like oh my gosh I have a test today oh I don't know if I studied enough what's going to be on it what if it's hard what if I do terrible what if I fail what if I fail out of the program what if I don't become a dental hygienist what if all this time I spent doing this is wasted what if I'm a loser what if I'm a failure what if I don't achieve my dreams that's pretty depressing isn't it But I know you understand you've been through a shame spiral like that before. Everyone has. But what if we try and flip it? What if I did study enough? What if I know the answers to the questions on the test? What if I feel confident going into this test and I feel capable of achieving the grade that I want to achieve? What if I know that even if I have questions, I have support, that I can find someone who can help me? I have options available to me, tutors. I can go to study hours with my teacher. I can learn this material. I can do better. I can succeed. I can become a dental hygienist. Let that sink in for a second. One of those feels a lot better than the other, right? And it's called being your own number one supporter. 
Okay, moving on. I want you to also look at your life and look at maybe one to three people. You might just have one, but you might have multiple who are the most supportive people in your life. You will probably know who they are. They they might not even be your direct family or friends. They might be a mentor. They might be an, a past teacher. It could be whoever. Just think about who in your life has made you feel the most supportive. Like anytime you wanted to do something, they were there to back you up. I want you to reach out to them. Make sure they know your plans that you want to become a dental hygienist and let them know how it's going to be a tough and emotional journey and you could really use their support because it's meant so much to you in the past. And just open that door to that conversation to strengthen that support system with people who already help you feel good and better about yourself. So that's my next tip. Next, I want you to consider anyone in your life who this path is going to directly affect. And that could be your friends, your roommates, your spouses, your children. Who is going to be impacted by you going on this journey to become a dental hygienist? And you just want to make sure that if necessary, you have that appropriate conversation with them because this is going to affect their life too. So something you might say is, listen, I've decided I want to pursue a career in dental hygiene. This is my passion and this is what it's going to look like. I'm going to have to take prerequisites for this long. I'm going to have to be in the program for this long. It's extremely competitive, so I have to get really good grades. And I also want to make sure that I have a strong support system and that my finances are squared away so that I have the best chance of being successful in this program. I'm going to need a lot of su support during this time. I will probably not have a lot of free time. Actually, I won't have a lot of free time, so I may be less social, but I promise that I love you and support you and I will do my best to be there as much as possible. However, I may miss things like weddings, family events. I may not be able to travel due to finances. Um, whatever it is that you know you're going to sacrifice for this program, have this conversation. And you're basically telling them, I'm not going to have a life for this time frame so that I can achieve this goal. Remember, it's okay to prioritize a short-term sacrifice for a long-term reward. Don't feel guilty for reaching for your dreams. Prioritize yourself and everything else can fall into place around you, okay? Now next, I wanna talk about other external supports because sometimes it's just a me, myself, and I situation, or that's how you feel at least. Let's try and build up some other people around you who are going through this or who have been through this. You already found one source of support, and that's me here with Dental Hygiene Basics, this podcast. I'm here to tell you, you can do this. It won't be easy, and it definitely won't always be fun, but it's definitely worth it. And if you need any extra support, if you need a dose of motivation, please reach out to me because that's what I am here for. Some other sources of external support that I want you to consider. One, school counselors. So wherever you're studying your prereqs or if you're in dental hygiene school already, reach out to the um, the school counselor. So most, most places have some type of therapy services. Oftentimes they're free. Look into these services. Find someone who can be there when you're going through the stressful and tough times to just place your burdens and release them out of your, your body, you know, and discuss them and get them off your chest. Come up with strategies for how to deal with those. That is what they are there for. So don't underutilize those resources. Also, I want you to follow people that inspire you. You've already made one step. You're listening to this podcast, but let's also look maybe on Instagram or Facebook. There's other podcasts that are out there that are related to dental hygiene. Some really good ones are Positively Hygiene and the Brush with Brit podcast. I love both of those. You can get on Instagram and just look up hashtag uh, future RDH or student RDH 
and you'll find tons of students who are sharing their journey along the way. And you'd be surprised at the relationships that can be built with these people online that you've never met, but they are also going through it too, or they've been through it before, and they can offer so much support. And you might even find a mentor there, okay? So if you find someone that you're just really, really inspired by, you can reach out to them and ask them to be your mentor and just say, I won't take up much of your time, but I would love to have a chat with you, ask you some questions and just get some guidance on where I should go. The more you immerse yourself in this culture and dental hygiene is definitely its own subculture, the more you will believe that you can actually achieve it. There's also communities available on Facebook. So you can hop on and look up Facebook groups that are related to future dental hygienists as well. So there's a lot of support out there on the internet. The other thing I want you to consider are or is joining a pre-dental club. Wherever you're going to school, they most likely have some type of pre-dental club when you're studying your prerequisites. This is a great place to meet other like-minded people who you'll probably end up working with in the dental field at some point, whether they're going to be your future boss as a dentist or they're going to be, you know, working with you as an assistant. There's a lot of different people that you can meet. And if your school doesn't have a pre-dental club, well, heck, you could be the first person to start one and just imagine how good that would look on your resume, right? So keep that in mind. Get out there and get active with the clubs around you. Um, it just helps to help you, again, once again, become immersed in that culture of the dental field. And it's a very small community. Um, there's tons of dental professionals out there, but somehow it's still a small world. And those connections you make early really, really help as you grow in your career. The last one I want to mention is if you're a person of color, I would definitely look up brown.rdh on Instagram. This is an amazing company. They have ambassadors and these ambassadors can actually serve as mentors for other people of color who are applying to dental hygiene school. So I would definitely recommend looking into them and I'll put that information in the show notes as well. Once you get in, keep seeking out services like student counseling, join clubs. There's usually always a student dental hygiene club and if there's not one, you should make one. Spend time building camaraderie with classmates. It is so important. Y'all are all on the same journey together. You're going to have, let's just say, 10 to 30, however many people in your class who are going through exactly what you're going through. No one will understand it better. So having good friendships and relationships with the people in your class is just like a built-in therapist because they completely get it and you can lean on and support each other. And it's so beautiful when classes do this. They tend to thrive so much more. So definitely recommend that. And then finally, if you have a learning disability, please make sure and have that squared away. Get a get a diagnosis, get on the medication, get all your paperwork, get the accommodations, get whatever it is you need, get that support now. That might require medications as well. You want to square all that up ideally before you get to dental hygiene school because at that point in time, it's very, very difficult. The, the horse is taken off and you're either on it or you're not. And if you're struggling to get those things together, it's going to really impact your ability to succeed in the program. So if you even think you might have a learning disability that's undiagnosed, or maybe you were diagnosed with one when you were small and your parents like, yeah, you know, they diagnosed you with this, but I don't have the paperwork. Okay, we need to start making steps to get that paperwork so that you get the proper accommodations and the proper support that you need once you get into dental hygiene school, but also once you're in your prereqs too. I really hope that this podcast was helpful for you today and that you feel inspired and also hopeful that you can have an amazing support system to be there while you're in dental hygiene school and to help you achieve your goals. Thank you so much again for listening. If you liked what you heard today, please go leave me a review. Once again, it always helps me to get 
my podcast into the ears of other listeners. I'm forever grateful for you. Thank you again for listening and have a great day. 